Jesus. Let's greet each other in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.
organ? Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. My own. Can y'all hear me? I can't hear me. Y'all hear me? Are you sure? You can't say that, can you, Eli? You can't say you're getting too old, can you, bro? Uh, you're getting older, but you ain't getting too old, though, are you? Oh, Eli. Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The sweetest name I know. You know, a lot of people are not excited about Jesus, but I am. And I am. And that's true, too. Live like I'm excited, too. I'm serious. We got one opportunity at this life, and that's it. Don't sell your soul cheap like a lot of people have. Hallelujah. This thing is it. This is it. This is it. Whatever you do in this life is going to echo throughout all of eternity. You can believe that. He that is holy. He that is just. He that is filthy. And there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> don't God love the world? That's what they tell us, right? God love everybody. Huh? Is that not foolishness? Think about it. God love everybody, right? God love everybody, but yet still hell is going to be packed. But God loves everybody. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, God loves all right. He loves you enough to give you exactly what you want. You want more Jesus? Give you Jesus. Want more Satan? Give you Satan. Hallelujah. Isn't that true? I mean, that's what they tell us. God loves everybody. Now, you think about this for a moment. If God loves everybody, why is hell going to be jam-packed full? As a matter of fact, the prophet Isaiah said that hell hath to enlarge herself. Do you understand what that means? I mean, there's a lot of people going there. Scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, fornicators, adulterers, jacklegs, drug abusers, child molesters, um, drunkards, tailbearers. Nobody told you that, did they? Backbiters. Nobody told you that, did they? I know one say it always say, right? Okay. All right, one say it always say. You know what? If ever such thing as one say it always say, you know what I could do? I could have me about four or five wives in here. I wouldn't have to worry about nothing. Because I'm, hey, wouldn't y'all like that? One say it always say? Shoot, man, we can tie it up. Or like Seventh-day Adventists do, you know. No, who is that? Jehovah Witness. Jehovah Witness says that we are in the kingdom of heaven right now. I said, send me to hell. Because we in heaven right now. I need to go to hell. I need to go to hell fast, too. Because if this is heaven, I don't want no parts of it. Because the, the alternative is hell. Is that not right? We'd be better off in hell if this is heaven right here, right now. I don't believe that this is heaven right here, right now. If this is heaven, where's Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. The commandments of the most high. The most high, the one who never changes. Ed, I'm drinking your water and my water. Lord, have mercy. Exodus chapter 20, amen. And God spake all these words saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have bought thee out of the land of Egypt. And out of the house of bondage.
Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any engraven image or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children until the third and the fourth generations of them that hate me showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy sons, nor thy daughters, thy manservants, nor thy maidservants, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And we thank the Heavenly Father for the commandments of the Most High, the law which is holy, just, true, good. Hallelujah. We thank you from all, for all the prophets that he sent us and all the apostles. And more than anything, we thank him for his son, Jesus, who has sent us to redeem us from our sins, to buy for himself and redeem for himself a people peculiar unto himself and him alone hallelujah and we do hasten to that day and we're looking forward to the coming of our king and our savior jesus christ hallelujah amen you may be seated we bless the name of jesus now all you people out there in video land uh, you need to listen today some of you are going to be getting these videos and so you really need to take heed take heed and pay good attention to what's going to be said today amen and especially, I don't. I really don't have no need to tell y'all to take heed, right? Because you're taking heed, right? Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk a little bit about the Feast of Trumpets today, all right? Now, we understand that in Christendom, that they have done away with just about everything. They've done away with just about everything, that there's no such thing as uh, God, pretty much, in his laws and commandments anymore. We just got finished reading the law of the Lord our God, the commandments. Is that right? Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you love me, notice that's an if. If you love me, then do what? Keep my commandments. He didn't say that his commandments were suggestions. He didn't say that there was something that's going to benefit you a little bit later on in life if you decide to keep them right now. He says, if you love me, then you keep my commandments. A lot of people don't know that there was Jesus that was sitting there on Mount Sinai who gave the commandments to the children of Israel. A lot of people don't know that. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One God and one Father over us all. Hallelujah. One most high, one eternal. Amen. 
So you're going to need to get your Bibles. You got your Bible hot and ready? You got your Bible, Eli? Brother Eli, you got your Bible? Man, man, don't come here sitting here like you no stranger, brother. We get busy in here. We get busy. This is the liveliest church you ever seen in your life, brother. We're not tombstones. We're lively stones. So we, ain't gonna, we just don't talk about you, but we talk about everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. We get them all. Get them all because this word is going to get everybody. And ain't nobody going to get by this word right here. Nobody is going to get by this word. I don't care if you're black as a piece of coal or you're white as a sheet, white as a cloud. You ain't nobody getting by this word. Now I'm making sense. So don't look out and look to other people to teach you how to be holy and how to obey God. You've got to know him for yourself. You're not going to have the testimony of your mama, your daddy, your great-grandpappy, your me-maw, me-naw, me-naw, and whatever else, halls and paws you want to call. There's going to be a mediator for you and the Most High when you stand before him. Every man is going to give an account to what he has done in this life when we stand before the Holy One of Israel. Did y'all hear what I said? So it's up to you. See, I couldn't trust that the religion that my family grew up in and bought me up in was a was the religion good enough for them is good enough for me. See, I'm one of them. I'm one of them rebellious type young men. I just don't believe everything that everybody tells me. I got to go check it out for myself. Am I making any sense? I don't live my life like that because you say or because the preacher says. To hell with what the preacher says. I want to know what God says. And if the preacher is saying what God says, then we can believe it. Is that right? Hallelujah. But if the preacher ain't saying what God says, then he's a liar just like anybody else. Not making any sense. I don't care what flavor they come in. He's still a liar. Is that right? So since I didn't think that the religion that I grew up in was good enough, I decided to check it out for myself. Because the religion I grew up in didn't tell me about no baptism of the Holy Ghost. The religion I grew up in didn't tell me about keeping the commandments of God. My whole family and generation, none but, but a bunch of whoremongers and drunks. That's all the whole line of us was. Now, most of y'all might have been better than me. You know, I don't know, but, you know, I mean, that's just pretty much basically what we were. We just a bunch of sorry sows. If I wasn't a sorry sow, then the Holy One of Israel couldn't redeem me. It's one day that I read it for myself. I read those same things we got finished. It says, thou shall not covet. I go, who, me? You talking to me? Yeah, you. You are not the one to covet. You should do no murder. Who, me? Murder? I ain't killed nobody. But if you hate somebody without a cause, you talking to me, most God? You're talking to me? Yeah, you. Don't take my name in vain. I'm like, man, I'm guilty, man. I didn't did a lot of this stuff. What, in the world? what do I do? What do I do? Well, I got a remedy. Sure did. I promised my people a long, long time ago I was going to send a redeemer. And because you're sorry and you don't know no better and you're full of sin, Ed. You, Ed. Before the foundations of the world was laid, I had already picked you out and chose you. To be my disciple. So what I did, I, I, I tried to send holy men. They killed them all, so I sent my own son. Surely they were reverence him, but they killed him too. But that's a good thing. 
The reason why it's a good thing is because of his holy life, because of his righteousness, because of his just, because of his goodness, because of his forbearance, because of what he done. It gave access to all of us who believe in him to enter into the kingdom. Now, that belief is more than a mental assent. That belief is more than passing the test. I acknowledge that. Uh-huh, true, 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 false, true, 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 true. That is not going to get it. Hallelujah. You're going to have to follow peace with all men. And holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You got to have your name written down in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. And that's the way, this is what this is all about. So Christy Dumb has told us that we need to celebrate Christmas, Easter, Halloween, and every other pagan heathen holiday which this book does not speak about. Now I know that because I'm a student of this book. I know this book from one cover to the next. And I still don't know everything that there's in it. It's because truth, you know, the most high is so big and so vast that truth, I mean, my Lord, truth, in the inward parts, you understand what I mean? But since I couldn't believe that stuff, I had to go check it out. You know, I'm not making any sense. So I didn't find no Christmas. I didn't find no Easter. I didn't find no Halloween in this book. So I wanted to find out why we're doing what we're doing. So that's the reason why we don't do it. But I did find out that the most high has a calendar. Yes, he does too. It's called his holy day. As a matter of fact, come on, brother. We're going to get started here for a second. We're going to get busy. But before we get really, really busy, let's go over to Leviticus chapter 23. Ah, right, I tell you what. Before we go to Leviticus 23, let's read a scripture over here in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. We're going to get busy now. Y'all get going because we, we got a lot of ground to cover in a short period of time. Amen? The Bible says, all scripture. Somebody says some. All. Oh, okay. So all scripture. All scripture. So does that mean any part of the scripture is not all? The answer is no. All means all. Is that right? All scripture is given by inspiration of God. You understand that? That means all scripture is inspired by him, the most high himself. When the holy prophets were speaking, they were speaking as the holy one of Israel gave them license to speak to us. Everything that the prophets wrote down, it came direct from heaven. He's the one who gave it to them. And through that medium of exchange right there, they wrote it down on parchment, on paper, and gave it us. And so now today, we have the mind of God sitting right in front of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I couldn't believe, every time I look at you, brother, I can't believe that God created somebody like you, brother. I'm just flabbergasted, brother. I'm sorry, brother, but it's appalling to me, brother. Man, that one throws me right there, boy. You think about that. You can see him creating us, but it. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) But the Bible says all scriptures give my inspiration to God. That don't mean we don't exclude the ones we don't like and then accept the ones that we like. Is that right? It says all scriptures give by inspiration of God. And it is profitable for what? Doctrine. Doctrine. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to teach the book. We're going to teach the word. Is that all right? It's profitable for doctrine. You hear that? And it is uh, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in what? Righteousness. In instructions on how to be a heathen? No. Instruction on how to be a banshee? No. A coyote? No. A dog? No. No, but it's instruction on how to be what? Righteous. It's not instruction how to be immoral. It's not instruction how to be a sinner. Is that right? It's instruction to teach you how to be right. Amen. That's what it is. And that's not some of the scripture. I mean, you don't take the New Testament and say, I throw away the Old Testament. Or you take the Old Testament and I throw away the New Testament. 
The word, it said, all scripture. All. Is that right? All scripture. Mm -hmm. All scripture. So we're going to read all scripture. Amen. Is that all right? Yes, the whole book will eat the whole roll. Is that all right? Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go over it just for a second. Leviticus 23 just gets some understanding, and then we're going to move, all right? Leviticus 23. Started verse 1. Leviticus 23 started verse 1. Come on now, brother Ed. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Now saying, this is Yahweh, the Yohed, Vahed, the Most High, the Eternal, the King. Whenever you see capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that means Yohed, Vahed, or Yahweh. That is his name. The Arya, Arya, and Sharia. The I am that I am. That's Hebrew. I know we're not Hebrew. We can barely speak English, so don't worry about the Hebrew, okay? All right, especially you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So who's doing the talking here? The Lord. Who? The Lord. The one who created heaven and earth. Yes. Amen. The one who don't change. Amen. The one that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Is that right? Is that right? The Lord said unto who? Moses. So the Lord said unto Moshe. Somebody said, Pastor, you can't talk. I know exactly what I'm saying. Believe me. <laughs> What did he say to Moses? Speak unto the children of Israel. Speak to who? The children of Israel. Speak to Americans. No. Children of Israel. Europeans. No. Africans. Nope. Chinese. No. Japanese. No. Mexicans. No. Czechoslovakians. No. Germans. No. Somebody said, well, why are you going through all that nonsense, Pastor Dow? It ain't nonsense. Because you need to know from the very beginning, from the outset, before if we can't even go any farther until you get this understanding. Amen. That God only chose one people Amen. out of all of the nations of the face of planet Earth. Only one. One. And he set his love upon them. Yes. And we're going to understand this book because it's a Hebraic book. If we're going to understand this book, we're going to interpret it from a Hebraic interpretation and not from a Christian interpretation, mm -hmm. not from an American interpretation, not from a Muslim interpretation or a Buddha interpretation right. or a Hindu interpretation. Am I getting through to you, brother? Yes, sir. Am I making sense? It has to come from the language that it was written from. It has to come from the people it was given to. The understanding of it must be with that understanding and that understanding alone. Because if you don't, you're going to use traditions of men. You're going to use some jack leg <clears throat> drunk who come up with his own private interpretation of Scripture. You're going to misconstrue what this Bible is saying. So the Bible says that the Lord said unto Moses... That's what he said. Speak unto the children of Israel. Is that right? That's right. And let's see what he said. Read on. And say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord. Con the feasts of who? The Lord. The feasts of who? The Lord. Lord. You mean to tell me he's got some feasts? Oh, yeah. He got feasts. Yes. Amen. It didn't say holidays. No. No. Feast day. Feast. Yes. Concerning the feasts of the Lord. Mm -hmm. All right, read on. Which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Holy convocation. Holy assemblies. Uh, particular times yes. in the year. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Read on. Even these are my feasts. They belong to the Jews. No. They belong to Americans. No. They belong to you. Amen. Yes. No, he didn't say that. He said these are my feasts. They ain't your feasts. You ain't God, Brother Jerry. You are not God. That's context. Is the most I said these are my feasts. You ain't got no feasts. You're being a partaker of the feasts. There you go. <laughs> Pass, I love you, brother. Lord, I'm a, you're a tough cookie, but I love you. <laughs> Did not the most I just get finished telling us whose feast are these? 
His glory. His, that means he created them, That's right? right. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something. The reason why people don't understand prophecy today is because they don't understand God's calendar. If you don't understand God's calendar, God, I'm sorry, God does not use the Gorgonian calendar or the Julian calendar or the calendar we use today, which is the Gregorian calendar. He don't, he don't use that, brothers and sisters. He uses his calendar. He don't care what man is doing down here. Still, he's going to do everything by his time. Amen. Does that make any sense? Is that all right? Yes, is that all right? Yes, all right. Now, I want y'all to check me out, too. Check out everything I say. The Bible teaches you prove all things. Yes. Not some of the things. Prove all, all things. things and hold fast to that which is good. Now, do you got enough honor and integrity within your heart and within yourself to prove all things and hold fast to that which is good? Amen. You say you love God. You say you believe the Bible. Do you? Will you prove everything and hold fast to that which is good? Because whether you prove it or not, he's going to prove you. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? That's right. Glory to the king. So he said these are my feasts. Yes. Malachi 3.6. Y'all better start writing these things down because we're going to get busy now. I'm telling you, we're going to cover some scriptures. For I am the Lord, I change not. That's right. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. See, you people out there in video land, the one thing about this, see, the one thing y'all get, y'all got a pause button out there. You get to pause. And you can say, okay, Pastor Dow's going too fast, so we're going to pause for a minute. We don't do that here. We just keep rolling, all right? But it's good, at least you get it. At least you mm -hmm. get the truth, though. That's right. Amen. So he says, I am the Lord our God, and he does not what? Change. Now, you know we change. We change our mind. We change our attitudes, don't we? Oh, we amen. change our ideals. We change our perspectives, don't we? Right. But the Most High is consistent. Amen. He's from everlasting to everlasting. You understand what I mean? He is the same. He does not change. I am the Lord, not change. Not therefore, you sons of who? Jacob. Now, we know Jacob was the father of the patriarchs. Amen. Is that right? That's Coming right. from the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. Is that right? Amen. Hebrews 13, verse 8. We Come on, we're going to read on. We're getting busy now. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. The same? The same. He don't change. No. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Y'all understanding this? The foundation of this thing is that he's the same and he's not changing. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Amen. Read on. Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. Hold it! The Bible says do not be carried about with what? Divers and strange, divers and strange, strange doctrines. doctrines. You see, we Israelites, we don't celebrate Christmas because it's a strange doctrine. It's not Amen. something proven in this book right here. Amen. There were no three wise men. Mary didn't have a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. And everywhere they married, went the lamb was sure to go. <laughs> Are y'all listening? Are y'all making sense? <laughs> Don't be cared about with strange doctrines. That's right. So I'm not going to be wishing you a Merry Christmas, brother. I hope you don't get offended. Not at all. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, we know it. We do why we do Christmas. We do Christmas in honor of Christ. Well, I want me about five wives in honor of Christ. Would that be all right? If that ain't all right, then guess what? Your tree ain't all right. Now, let me clarify myself. One is enough. Isn't that right, Sister Carol? One of you is enough, isn't it? Yes, sir. I don't think she's going to prove that, and neither do I. A man got to be out of his mind to want five wives anyway. A woman got to be out of her mind to want five husbands. Mm -hmm. 
especially five eds. Amen. I brought it in. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, glory to the king. Don't be cared about with strange doctrines. Have you proven every single thing that you ever believed? Are you sure that the people sitting in front of you are telling you the truth? Are you, can you be sure? That, would you stake your soul upon it? If you can't do that and say it with confidence and believe it and back it up, then you know where you're heading, don't you? To a living, burning hell. Because Jesus said the blind lead the blind and they both fall into the ditch. Amen. Did y'all hear that? So you can believe wrong. Yes, you can too. Mm -hmm. So right now we're sticking with this one Lord, right? Yes. This one faith and this one baptism. That's it. We're sticking with this, this God that doesn't change. That's right. We're sticking with this Jesus who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. See, the reason why I can talk about you, brother, because I've already seen myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me to talk about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't see yourself too clear, so I have to wipe the mirror from the time, brother. Don't get offended. You still oh, no. haven't really good. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So be not cared about with divers doctrines. Read on. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace. How? If the heart be established with what? Grace. Grace. Read on. Not with meats. Not with meats. Which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. Now, I'll talk about that a little bit later to give you a good understanding because, see, a lot of people mess up Colossians 2, 16 and 17. You understand what I mean? You have to understand there was, there was ceremony of meats and there was ceremony of drinks. That the Bible tells our hearts don't need to be a stat. Okay, well, I'm, you got that, right? Good. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 34. Read, brother here. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean. Come on. And all drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. Read uh, Leviticus 23, 13. And the meat offering thereof shall be two-tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil, an offering made by fire unto the Lord for a sweet savor. And the drink offering, therefore, thereof shall be a wine, the fourth part of a hen. Now, the reason why we read those few scriptures right there is because we want you to show, show you the difference between the meat and the drink offerings. All right? Now, you want to read it in context. You must read with understanding a little bit before and a little bit after. Are you following me? So when you get these scriptures today, and no matter how fast we're going, it's, your, it's up to you to go back and check out everything that's been said. Now, I'm making any sense? You're going to have to check out, amen? <clears throat> now, the people of this book, who God was talking to, were Israelites. Amen. All the apostles were Israelites. That's right, Jesus was an Israelite. Amen. Paul was an Israelite. Right, now, I'm making any sense? Mm -hmm. They were not... They were not every, all these other names we come up with today. The Bible says that God came to his own. Jesus came to his own. And his own received him not. But many as received him to them gave he power to come to sons of God even to them that believe on his name. Are you following me? Amen. So you cannot remain the person who you used to be. And then be what you call a child of the king. No man can serve two masters. Amen. You either going to love the one and hate the other. You're going to despise the one. You're going to quickly join to the other. You cannot serve two masters. I'm making sense. Amen. You see, we're all born in this world. And some of us didn't realize that we was born flat-out sinners, estranged from God. We didn't know that. But see, after that the, the grace and the mercy of God has appeared unto you that bring a salvation, when he's appeared unto you, he appears to you for a reason, to chose you, to pick you out. 
to pick you out and he called you out. And then he wrote your name down in the Lamb's Book of Life for a reason. Because he knew that you was going to obey him. Because the Bible says that he gives the Holy Ghost to them that obey him. Now my question is today is, how good are you in your obedience to Christ? Amen. See, I'm asking these questions right now. But these same questions are going to be asked again. Everybody, all of us know we're going to be standing in judgment one day, right? Amen. Everybody, we're going to be judged according to the deeds that are done in our body. We understand it, right? Is that right? Okay. Now, since we have that understanding, we can roll on a little bit more. Give us a little sober pill every now and then, all right? Now, all the feasts were sent around sacrifice, every single one of them. So we keep hearing stuff like, well, the feasts are done away with. This is done away with. Well, the feasts are not done away with. Because God clearly tells us in his word that they're going to be kept in the kingdom to come. Jesus kept them. The apostles kept them. Are you following me? And what it is is understanding his more deems or his time frames. Now, there are seven feasts to the Lord. And they are as follows. The Feast of Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of First Fruits, the Feast of Pentecost, the Feast of Trumpets, and the Feast of Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. All of these are God's time frames. Now, when Jesus came the first time, he fulfilled the spring feast. That's the reason why we gave the presentation of the tabernacle, so you can understand who Christ was. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. So he fulfilled the spring, the, the spring feast, but the fall feast are yet to come. And of course, we're in this time frame in this season again, which we'll get a little bit more understanding. Now, we know that the fall feast have not been fulfilled yet because we have not heard the trump coming from heaven yet. Hmm? Amen. Now, who bought the shofar? Who know how to blow that thing? Well, let's get the shofar and start blowing it. We want to show you what you're going to be hearing when Christ comes. You're going to be hearing this. The whole world is going to be hearing this. We should have two or three of them up here. Did y'all bring the other one? Blow the feet. Blow the trumpet. Do I got to do everything? Y'all hear that? Y'all hear it? Where's the other one, too? It's louder. Down below. Can you blow that little bitty thing? Blow that little bitty thing. Did y'all hear that? Those are called trumpets. It's not going to be the little brass thing with the little three things on it. It ain't going to be that, brother, sisters. That's what we're going to hear when the king comes. <laughs> Except it's going to be exceedingly loud. Amen. Not making any sense. See, we're in a time frame of the Feast of Trumpets. Are you following me? And we're going to show you a couple of things that took place at the blowing of the trumpets. You see, the blowing of the trumpets signifies being delivered from enemies. Did y'all hear what I said? You know, the majority of people in this world do not know what real salvation is. Not only is it there to save your soul from a living, burning hell and to save you from sin. That's what salvation is all about. If you claim to be saved and yet you're still living in sin, you ain't never been saved. Yes, Amen. Am I making any sense? Yes, Amen. Am I talking right? Yes, sir. All right? But also, this great deliverance that the Most High is going to do when he's come, he's going to deliver us from our enemies. Amen. You see, a lot of people, the Christianity and all these other religions, but they don't want to tell you. They do not want to tell you that when the king comes, he's going to be killing a lot of people. And he's going to be killing them for a reason. 
You know the reason for? For doing his people wrong while they were here on this earth. Now, I'm going to show you something. Over in Luke, the first chapter, just for a second. We're going to go over into the new, to new covenant, all right? We're going to show you what else salvation involves. That you'll never hear in all these other spheres and religions out there. All right? Starting at verse 67, Luke 1, 67. Come on, Brother Ed, read. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was filled with the what? Holy Ghost. Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. Read on. And prophesied, saying. What did Zacharias say? Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. Uh-huh. For he hath visited and redeemed his people. God has, re he has visited who? His people. He has redeemed who? His people. His people. His people. So God does discriminate because he has a particular people. Right. Yes or no? Yes. They're not the Amorites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Moabites, uh, the, the Canaanites. No, they're not either. Just like they're not the Americans, the Europeans, the Africans, the, the Chinese, the Japanese, the Mexicans, the Aztecs. None of them are God's people. Uh-oh. Amen. You must be born again. Amen. That's the only way you become the most highest people. All right? So he has visited and redeemed his people. And read on. And hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. He's raised up a horn of salvation. Is that right? That's right. Read on. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. Come on. That we should be saved from our enemies. That we should be saved from who? Our enemies. Anybody got any enemies in here? Sure you do. You got people that hate you because of the cause of Christ? Sure you do. Amen. Guess what? So shall you be saved from your what? Enemies. Wonder why come you ain't never been told that. I'm sorry, folks. You do got enemies. Did Christ have enemies? Yes. Did the apostles have enemies? Oh, yeah. Did the prophets have enemies? Amen. Why do you think they killed them? Because they had enemies. Do I have enemies? Yeah. Don't y'all know I'm the most lovable man up here in this county? <laughs> Don't y'all know that every time when people see me, man, they just get in, in throttled. Oh, glory. Look at that. That's the black preacher. <laughs> you don't know that? They see me, man, they go, wow, we so glad that he is here. You don't believe that, do you, Eli? <laughs> These folks hate me without a cause. Do they not? Yes, sir. But God said I'm going to be saved from my what? Enemies. So whether you like it or not, you do have enemies. You didn't ask for them, but you do got them. Christ didn't ask for the enemies, but they did they not try to kill him? The scribes and Pharisees, every yes. time, uh -huh. did they not try to kill him? Amen. Every time they had opportunity, did they not try to kill him? They sure did. And if they had opportunity today and there wasn't no such thing as these laws in these land right here, they'd have been unkilled us by now. Because they're not going to tolerate anyone being a direct representative of the kingdom of heaven coming down here and telling them how they should supposed to be living. Uh-oh. That's what Israelites are. We are witnesses to the nations. That's what you are. That's why God brought you out of darkness right. into his marvelous light. There was no power that could transform you, Ashley, but Jesus. Amen. There was no man on earth could transform you. There was no religion that could transform you. There's nothing on earth that could transform you and give you a new mind but Christ himself. Amen. And that's just the truth. Am I making any sense? Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no, there, there's no power on this earth that could have transformed me. It had to be from heaven. Had to be from heaven. Now, since I'm done incriminating Ashley and myself, what about you? Amen. <laughs> oh, Amen. hallelujah. Pastor, you seem so serious. This is serious. Amen. Your life depends on this. Very serious. Do not look out and look at the people uh, uh, with their little...
tolerance and acceptance and their, the way they carry themselves and their spiritual bankruptcy and their moral degradation. Don't pay attention to all that mess. Pay attention to the ones who are fearing him, fearing him enough to live for him. Why are we here? Amen. Am I making any sense? Yes, sir. Because they are the ones that can show you how to get to the kingdom. Hallelujah. I'm making sense. So the Bible says right here, Zechariah's been filled with the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. and he prophesied and said, and so shall we be saved from our enemies, and read on. And from the hand of all that hate us. Anybody hate me? Do y'all know anybody that hates me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? So I'm putting me in there because I'm going to be saved from my enemies, and them that hate me. Now let me ask you, do you know anybody that hates you? Yeah. Anybody that's your enemy? God said you're going to be saved from Amen. Uh-oh. Amen. See, that's also salvation. And that's what this thing is all about. Because the Bible said when the king comes, he's going to come in with a white robe, and his vesture is going to be like it was dipped in blood. You understand that? I mean, it's going to be a bloodletting. It's going to be a bloodletting. Because there are nations that hate him. There are people on this earth that hate him. They can't stand his way. Am I making any sense? Amen. So he's coming back for a reason. He's coming back to redeem his people. Hallelujah. That's the reason why we're in the Feast of Tabernacles. The Feast of Tabernacles, which consists of trumpets, a day of atonement, and tabernacles. Mm -hmm. We are here to understand the time frame that we're in. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. Read on. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers. Uh-huh. And to remember his holy covenant. And to remember his holy covenant. Not say it's done away with, right? Right. That's the reason why we're here on the Sabbath day. Because did we not read in Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11? It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Mm -hmm. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Now everybody else tell you it's done away with. I wonder, now if Sabbath day is done away with, then committing adultery is done away with. That's true. Hmm. Come on. Yeah. Think about that. It's, it's in the same covenant. Amen. So people would tell me, no, committing adultery is not done away with. Then the Sabbath day is not done away with. Because he's the Lord our God and he does what? Change, Change, Change not, brothers. The Sabbath day is also a feast day. Amen. Once every week, we're reminded to come to him to obey him. Amen. Remember, the king said, if you love me, then do what? Keep my Keep commandments. My commandment. So we understand that not only we're going to be saved from our sins, for salvation and initial evidence of it, but we're also going to be saved from our enemies, enemies and from the hand of them that hate yes. us. Amen. Now, I didn't ask nobody to hate me, but yet and still they do. I, I don't do nothing for nobody to hate me. No. Do you do anything for people to hate you? You don't, but yet and still they hate you, though, don't they? Hmm? Eli, do you have anybody hate you? What did you, you don't, you look like an honorable young man. What would you possibly do to somebody that they would hate you? Nothing? So you understand what it means to be hated without a cause. We know Tyler's hated. You can look at him and tell he's hated. <laughs> Brother, he just hated, boy. He just uh, hateful. <laughs> Hallelujah. But y'all understand this. That's why you need to become a student of this book so you know what's written in it for yourself. Amen? Amen. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. Let's read on. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace. Read on. Without spot and blameless. Mm -hmm. And account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. The long-suffering of the Lord is what? Salvation. Come on. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. Read on. As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, 
as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. See, a lot of people need to leave Paul alone because they are they're misrepresenting Paul. They're telling you that Paul said this and Paul said that when Paul never said no such things. And the greatest misrepresentation of Paul is this thing called Christianity. That's mm -hmm. right. They have taught Paul, who was an Israelite, and tried to say that he said that the law's done away with, we don't got to do this, we don't got to, Paul never said such things. No. He was speaking to a Gentile audience who he was trying to get them to understand the Israelites' ways. And so getting them to understand the Israelites' way, he had to speak in such a manner for them to understand because Paul also said that the law is holy. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's just That's and it's good. good. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. He also said he was a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that right? So there's no way that he would talk out of two sides of the neck. The problem is understanding. Yes. Amen. And one of the greatest atrocities that's been perpetuated upon mankind is these things called cemetery schools. Y'all hear me? These schools called cemeteries where these people get these theological de degrees from these cemeteries. Y'all hear me? You don't know what a cemetery school is? I mean, seminary. That's what they call it. Seminary. Excuse my, I, I can't talk, can I, honey? The reason why I call them cemeteries is because they're full of dead man's bones. That's exactly what they are. We got so many people had their lives given so we could have this book in our hand, not so it can sit on the shelf. There's a reason for this book. Amen. The reason for this book is you need to get off these pages and into your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I mean, just this week, I, I actually got people mad at me because I went up to Ohio and a lady got healed. And they got mad at me because she got healed. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine somebody getting mad at you because you perform a miracle in the name of Jesus, and she gets healed. That's crazy. Is that not crazy? Yes, it is. And then they turn around, and they got mad at Brother Austin because Brother Austin testified when he came up here from South Carolina that he got healed from asthma. Y'all remember when he got healed from asthma? His mama, his mama's with us. He'd been having that thing all his life. He just took the thing and threw it away. After you got it healed him. And now the folks are mad at me and mad at you because you associate with me. You know you're guilty by association, don't you? <laughs> and don't sit there and act like you you good now. You ain't good to go. You're guilty by association. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, man. People believe that stuff, brother. I know. But they mad at me because a man get delivered from asthma, which the doctors couldn't do. What's wrong with that, brother? Did not Christ say the works that I do? You, you shall do, all. and greater works than these shall you do, because he goes unto the Father. Now, why come the Christians today are not doing the works of the Father? See, all these are questions that need to be asked. Amen. Every single one of them. We're going to get to the feast day. We've got to lay this groundwork first, though. Mm -hmm. I'm here to prove your mind. Amen. I'm here to prove what you think you believe. Amen. Amen. Because you need to do it, brothers and sisters. Every single person. Especially you folks out there. See, I got a whole audience out there to send me messages all week long. Lord, I'm one guy, he, I told you he repented, didn't I? He repented. But ain't that nice when somebody repent, though? Amen. Hallelujah. But anyway, so people need to leave Paul alone. Read on verse 17. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things mm -hmm. before, 
Beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked. With the error of the who? Wicked. Now, the only people that are led away with the error of the wicked are people who come to church. You think about it. The whole world is wicked, yes or no? Yes. Nobody expects to come to church and get led away in error. Oh. It's not warning us about the world. We know what wickedness is in the world. But did not Jesus tell us to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy? Yes. Did he not tell us that? Yes, it is. So just don't assume because you come in here and sit down that you're on safe ground. Come on. Or any place you go to. Isn't that the truth? Uh-oh. Amen. That's why we put this book right here in front of you. We'll put about 10 years of wear on that book in one church service. If you can flip it fast enough. Isn't that right? So you need to beware lest you're led away with the arrow of the wicked. You understand? You need to beware, brother and sister. You see, if I was a, a, an enemy of you, I'm not doing a good job by telling you the truth. And do not allow me to become your enemy because I tell you the truth. Am I making any sense? Mm -hmm. You shall know the truth, the king says. Mm -hmm. And the truth shall do what? Make, you, Make free. you free. That free is not only just free just where you feel like that the weight of sin is up off of you, but that's so that your mind is free, so you can be in service to him. You know how I many people's minds are inundated and flooded with thoughts every single day, and they can't even make ends meet? Too much traffic going on up there. Amen. And they're not free. People are oppressed and depressed. They're still not free. Are you following me? So we go, I, I can't push this hard enough about how we need to stick with this book. I got the same book. King James Version of the Bible that all these other people got. Same one. wonder how is it, it's profiting some people and other people it's not profiting. Mm -hmm. Then there are people all across the world, believe it or not, they have what, they, what we call extreme views like us. But Christ was even considered extreme, wasn't mm -hmm. he? Amen. Was not Paul considered extreme? Yes. You ever raise somebody from the dead? You ain't never raised nobody from the dead. No. Man. Let, let's, let's do his resume check here for a second. We're going to find out Brother Ed is a real true believer or not. All right. Mark 16, 17. Y'all turn that to your Bible. Come on, brother. So let's do this. Um, this is not traditional, traditionalized church now. This is this is homeschool. <laughs> homeschool. Come on, brother. All right, we're going to all check right. you out, all right, brother? Mm -hmm. You ain't raised nobody from dead yet, so we're going to check you out. All right. Don't worry about it. There's a lot of people out there ain't never raised nobody from dead either. <laughs> yeah? Come on. Read on. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Hold it! These signs shall follow them that know. Is that what it says? No. Have men on sin. No. Is that what it says? No. Believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe? Yes, sir. I don't believe you. I'm going to find out if you believe, though. Mm -hmm. I want to I see what the signs is. All right. Just because you say you believe, brother, it ain't good enough for me. I got you. You're not going to deceive me, brother. <laughs> I got you. Everybody say they love Jesus. That's true. Everybody's saved today. You don't believe me? Go out there. Everybody you <laughs> run into, they all saved. Amen. Every one of them. Is this red letter edition? Yes, sir. Then you know it's got to be Jesus talking about red letter edition. <laughs> red letter edition. Come on. These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that know of. No. Didn't say that. No. Men on sin. No. No. Them that believe. believe. All right. We're going to see what believers is. Read. All right. 
In my name shall they cast out devils. You ever did that before? Yes, sir. Okay, one. Ed, get one check. Y'all do see this, right? One check <laughs> for Brother Ed. Believe and not. You get one check in a believe column. Good deal. So everybody see it. I'm not discriminating with Brother Ed. Y'all see it, right? Come on. They shall speak with new tongues. Speak with new tongues? You speak in new tongues? Yes, sir. Oh, check number two. Believe. Anybody witness Brother Ed receiving the Holy Ghost? Yes, sir. Oh, you got witness. See, yes, I'm going to check you out, brother. That's good. Because there are plenty of nice and kind people in this world, and you ain't one of them. <laughs> I'm going to check you out, brother. Ain't that what people do with me? They check me out, don't they? But we're going to check out. We're going to check out by the book. All right. Hey, Eli, how am I doing so far? No, I'm still the same person you know down there. Same, same girl. A little bit different now. All right, I'm going to jump right back in my preaching mode. Is that all right, brother? Okay, good. All right, read on, brother. They shall take up serpents. You don't, you don't no, brother, I snake ain't mm -mm. down, brother. No. Mm -mm. They take up serpents is talking about spirits, demonic spirits. All right, read on. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Well, you ain't drinking no deadly stuff, ain't you? Brother, it, I need somebody else up here. I need somebody else up here. Has anybody ever drank anything with aspartame in it? Uh, Have you been hurt? Okay, I got okay, you. Okay, we'll get another chicken. Yeah. It's not aspartame or poison. Yeah. Is it not rat poison? Yeah. You know, you see people go to the restaurant, they'll shake it up and stick it in there all day long, don't care. Yeah. And But you're not being hurt. Do you, do you have cancer? Not that arthritis, no. rheumatoid arthritis, no. diabetes, no. high blood pressure, no. low blood pressure, no. medium blood pressure. Normal? Okay, not good. I'm going to check you out, brother. Right. Ed, I'm going to check him out. I'm checking your husband out, Cindy. I'm going to check him out. You don't want to go home with a devil. I'm going to check him out. I'm going to flat out check him out. I'm checking you out, brother. Is it all right if I check him out, Eli? Then who's going to check you out? <laughs> All right, good. All right, we're doing pretty good. Read on. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. You ever did that before? Yes, sir. I would say that Brother Ed is a bona fide believer. Amen. Brother, you did pretty good. Okay. Welcome to the kingdom. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the kingdom. Now, that's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. If they drink it, if they uh, take up servants and drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's what Jesus said. Jesus right. said, these signs shall follow them that believe. I don't want to hear, that was for 2,000 years ago. Then throw away the Bible, it was for 2,000 years ago. We don't need it. You see how stupid that is? See, they give you this stuff and they put this stuff in your mind. And tell you, this is done away with, that done away with, this done away with, that done away with. To everything about God is done away with, and you ain't got nothing to believe no more. No wonder people can't do the works of Christ. But we're going to teach what the book says. So we can do what the works of Christ. Is that all right? Amen. Hallelujah. I even had a pastor tell me that I am a spooky character. You know the reason why? Do you know the reason why? Because he sat down and watched somebody's leg grow out right in front of him.
because he sat and washed his own members, pain and headaches leave right from their body. Is that what not Jesus said do? Mm-hmm. How can I be so spooky for doing what Jesus told us to do? All right, good. We done laid that groundwork. We're going to read on, all right? We're going to go on, all right? We're going to move on. We're going back over here to Leviticus 23, all right? Leviticus 23. Go ahead turn over here. Yeah, we're going to start at verse 23. And we're going to go on, and we're going to go into the memorial of the blowing of trumpets. All right, read on, Brother Ed. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying. Who did the speaking? The Lord. He spake unto Moses, and he said it. Notice, he's doing a lot of talking to Moses. Mm-hmm. Read on. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, Shall ye have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets? Blow trumpets? A holy convocation. Y'all hear that? Now let me help put us online. All right? You ready for this? It, read that scripture again. Speaking of the children of Israel, saying. All right, children of Israel. All right, all you children of Israel. Are y'all listening? Read. In the seventh month. Huh? But Americans. Tell us we're now in the ninth month. Mm-hmm. Is that not what the calendar says? Yep. And we're telling you here in about another week or two, we're getting ready to celebrate the feast of blowing of trumpets. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? That's right. So the king says in the seventh month, read on. In the first day of the month. The first day of the month. We done passed that first day. Well, we're in the ninth. Come on. They say, you understand what I'm saying? Y'all see what's going on? Eli, I'm going to pick on you. Only because you know me. All right? Is January the beginning of the year, yes or no? In the American year. He's smart. (laughs) He's smart. Couldn't get him. He's smart. Did y'all hear that, though? So we know, according to God's calendar, that the beginning of the year is the month of Abib, Nisan, April, May. Is that right? Mm -hmm. The beginning of Passover, which the pagans celebrate Easter. I will tell y'all, I will tell y'all a secret out there too. Rabbits don't lay eggs. I know you don't know that. Because you get the eggs from the grocery store, but I promise you, we got all kind of rabbits running around out here, and I've never seen one that lay eggs. We got a chicken coop sitting right there. And I've seen chickens lay eggs, but I've never seen a rabbit lay eggs. Now go tell your lying pastor that. All right, let me get back to y'all. Passover is the first month. Of the year. April, May. Springtime. That's when everything begins to bloom. When everything comes on out. Americans tell us that the beginning of the year is January. Am I making sense? That's not the beginning of the year. The Jews, or the people who are Jewish, tell us that the beginning of the year is this month. Which they call the month of Tishri, which they say is Rosh Hashanah, or the beginning of the Jewish New Year. First of all, the Jews is the one is not the ones who determine who the, what the calendar is. That's right. Man is not the one who determines what the calendar is. The Most High is the one who made the calendar. Amen. Is that making sense? Now he told us in the beginning over in Genesis that the evening and the morning were the first day, right? Mm-hmm. So the seventh month, when you when you're counting from Passover up to this month right here of Tishri, would lead us into the memorial blowing a trumpet on the seventh month. Amen. That's where we're at right now. We're getting ready to embark on the seventh month. All right, and he tell read on. You shall have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. He even calls that day a Sabbath. Now, remind you, we all grew up in Sunday, every bit of us, oh, yeah. all did. Yeah. And Sunday is not the Sabbath. 
See, that's the reason why there's a difference in understanding. There's no such thing as a Christian perspective and a Jewish perspective and an Israelite perspective. There's only one perspective, and that's God's perspective. I'm making sense. And so he said we should have a Sabbath. In other words, it's supposed to be a rest day for us, and we're supposed to blow trumpets. And we're going to get the significance of the blowing of this trumpet. Get ready to blow that trumpet, too. Get somebody else another trumpet, too, so they can blow it, too. Put it, put it right behind um, Cindy's ear so you can blow it loud. <laughs> <laughs> Give that sister trumpet, too. Give a big one. All right. It shall be a what? A holy convocation. A holy convocation. It's supposed to be a holy assembly. That we're all supposed to meet together. Are you following me? And during this holy assembly, we are supposed to be blowing the trumpets. Read. I mean, blow. Y'all hear that? Is that what the Bible says? 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 That's what we're supposed to be doing on this day. All right? So we choose to obey God and not man. Well, I'm sure glad y'all know how to blow them things. Them things give me a headache when I try to blow them things. My eyes already big enough, then they budge out like this. and Man, they hurt too, boy. Whew. I'm glad they know I'll blow it. So it shall be a blowing of trumpet. That's, mm -hmm. that's all we're going to do for this feast day, for this particular day. It's, we're not going to break our arms and legs and backs trying to work. We're going to blow trumpets. And then what else are we going to do? I'll praise the Lord. Because that's what he says. Isn't that right? So it'll be a memorial blowing the trumpets. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. That's what we're going to do on this day. All right. That ain't too bad keeping the feast day, is no. it? Mm -hmm. My, my, my. It's the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. hmm? Holy convocation. That's right. An assembly of believers meeting together. Are y'all hearing that? In the name of the Lord. And that's what a holy convocation is. All right. Jeremiah 31, 31. Behold, the days come. Hold on for a second. We're going to blow the trumpets again. Okay. You don't mind these trumpets, do you, Eli? We're going to blow them anyway, all right? <laughs> all right, let's hear it again. You know how to blow that? You can blow that? That's pretty good. That's good. That's good. Blowing the trumpets. You know what? When we get finished today, Brother Jared, when we get finished today, you're going to be glad that you listened to this teaching. Amen. I'm serious. You're going, to get, you're going to be glad. Now, we're going to get to the covenant. We got to rehab. We got to go back over this covenant, all right? We're going to read what the prophet said about this covenant, all right? Jeremiah 31, and we're going to start at verse 31. Now, we're going to take our time here for a second. Everybody let me know if you're there. Everybody let me know if you're there. I tell you what, Sister Joni, you ain't got to worry about writing down the notes. I'll just give you mine. How about that? It's got all the scriptures on it. That way you can pay attention to um, just reading the scripture. Isn't that right? Come on, Brother Ed, read. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. Now, who's doing the talking? The Lord. It, you know what? I am not the sharpest knife in the box. But when I here that it says the days cometh saith the Lord that's telling me that God is doing the talking Amen. let me make sure Elias did I interpret that right 
Are you sure? Okay, good. Who? The Bible said, let a child judge. Read on. That I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. You hear that? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's going to make a new covenant with who? The house of Israel. The house of Israel and who else? And with the house of Judah. Now, wait a minute. He's going to make a new covenant with Christians. No. And Muslims. No. Yeah, it is. You don't believe me? Look at all these Christians and Muslims we got out here. He gonna make a covenant with Hindus and Buddhas. No, Israel and Jews. But I think you got a, something wrong with your translation. Nah. Let me. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get somebody else's, brother. Brother Doug, what does yours say, brother? You read it. Read it. Read it. What does it say? But, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I have something wrong with your translation too, brother. Let me go. On. Come on, Tyler. Let's hear. It. You got a good one. Read. I do. House of Israel and the house of Jacob. What's wrong with yours, man? Ain't nothing wrong with mine. What does yours say? Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. All y'all translations messed up. <laughs> Let's see what yours says. I know you got a good one because you get every book I get. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I think that that Bible is right. Amen. What covenant did he say he was going to make? A new one. A new covenant. You all hearing this? Huh? Don't we claim to be a New Testament church? Aren't we, aren't we in New Testament times? Has not Christ died, rose again? Is that right? Was he not buried? Did he not rise again on the third day? I believe that. Did he not? Yes, so, and the prophet is already speaking long distance, talking about a new, new. covenant with who? The house of Israel. House of Israel. And the house of Judah. And the house of Judah. So this covenant is not with all this other stuff out here, brothers. I'm sorry. Read on. Not according to the covenant that I made with her fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. Read on. Which my covenant they break. Which my covenant they break. God didn't break his covenant. The people broke the covenant. Matter of fact, that seems to be the problem throughout the annuals of time Amen. of people breaking God's covenant. Amen. Read on. Although I was a husband unto them. He was a husband Lord. unto them. Read on. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. He's going to make a covenant with who? The house of Israel. No, with white people. No. That's what it says? No. Black people. No. Read that part again. He's going to make a new covenant with who? The house of Israel. Y'all see the reason why I call you Israel? Do y'all see the reason why I call you Israel? The covenant is with the house of Israel. Only Israelites keep the covenant. Amen. Read on. After those days, saith the Lord, All right. I will put my law in their inward parts. See, that's the problem. See, the problem was, is he, the problem was that the people could see it on tables of stone all day long and they wouldn't keep it so what God said he said I tell you what I'm going to do a new thing I'm going to take this covenant now you know what we just read I'm going to put it inside their heart Amen. because his covenant is in my heart now yeah, uh, brother Shane you ain't got to worry about me looking at your wife and want to have some fun with her because there's a covenant there's a law in my heart that says thou shalt not commit adultery 
See, it's Amen. off the wall. It's off the stone. Now it's in my heart. I have a covenant that's governing my heart now. I'm making sense. You ain't got to ever worry about me stealing your car. Because the covenant says, thou shalt not steal. Ah. So it's, it's not on the stone no more. It's in my heart. Huh. Isn't that something? So he said, I'm going to take that covenant and I'm going to, the, new, the newness of the covenant, the old covenant's not done away with. What he did was take the covenant off the table of the stone and stick it inside of your heart, inside of your mind, brothers and sisters. Oh, read again. Read on. And I will put my law in their inner parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God. And he's going to be your God. That's the new covenant. That's the new testament. The new covenant in your heart. Read on. And they shall be my people. And then you'll be his people. Amen. Read on. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. See, I ain't got to tell y'all know the Lord. Y'all know him. Sure. All the way from the least in here to the greatest, know him. For yourself personally. Read on. For they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For, ah. I, for I will forgive their iniquity. He, hey! Anybody have their iniquities forgiven? Yeah. Amen. I've had a whole pile of iniquities forgiven. Amen. You know how I know I'm forgiven? You know, you know how I know I, I am been forgiven for everything I've ever done? There is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. In other words, I've renounced everything, called it for what it was, and now I walk in the newness of life. So therefore, I'm not condemned anymore. Amen. So he has forgiven my iniquity. My conscience don't even condemn me. Has the devil ever tried to bring you up and remind you of some of the stuff you've done years ago? Oh, yeah. What is, what is the purpose of him doing it? The purpose of him doing it is to be able to put a choke chain around you so you stop this quest in holiness. But since it ain't working, you just keep on striving, don't you? Amen. That's why he put the covenant on the inside of you, in your heart. Isn't that beautiful? Read on. And I will remember their sin no more. He said, I'm not even going to remember your sin no more. See, don't be scared of judgment when we see the king. It's not like that. As a matter of fact, the king is going to be looking forward to meeting us. Because we're called the bride of Christ. Amen. You know, there's one thing about what a bride does when she gets married. She makes sure she's all dolled up. Uh -huh. She's clean inside and out. Getting ready for the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yeah, we getting ready to get married. Sure, what, what do you mean married? That's why you got to know the book. Read on. That was it. What's the next one? I got See, another one. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, 24. Ezekiel 36, 24. And don't worry, we're going to make it. To all you people out there think I'm only in the. Remember, well, that's why we read all scripture. All scripture. All scripture. We eat the whole book. We're going to make it over the New Testament for you. So don't, don't get discouraged. Ezekiel 36, 24. For I will take you from among the heathen. Oh, wait a minute. For I will take you from among the what? Heathen. God took me away from the heathen. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, he did. He, he said, read that again. For I will take you from among the heathen. Did God take you away from the heathen, Tyler? Sure did. Absolutely. Brother Jared, did God take you away from the heathen? Amen. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Ashley, did God take you away from the heathen? Yes, he, we know he took you away from the heathen. Yeah. How <laughs> bigger heathen than she was. 
God took me from the heathen. Look at Elder Doug back here. Huh? You, you can see him wearing the scars of heathenism. Look at Elder Doug. <laughs> Did he take him away from the heathen? Didn't you used to be Catholic? <laughs> You're the Catholic, right? Hey, if y'all brothers found me my statue of Mary so I can chop her head off yet, huh? I got to get it on film so people can see it on YouTube too. I want y'all to find me a statue of Mary so I can chop her head off. I want to see if Mary going gon', to gon deliver herself. I'm going to see how much of a salvation or savior she is. I'm going to take this sword right here and I'm going to take Mary's head and I'm going to chop it off. I'm going to see if she's going to cry and talk to me. Holy Mary, mother of God. God ain't got no mama. Amen. I don't mean to get all base, brothers and sisters, but you know, sometimes I got to deal with that stuff. Huh? Who are you laughing at, Sandy? All right. Read on. And gather you out of all countries. So he's, he's taking us from the heathen. He's going to gather us out of all countries. If you don't believe me, look around. Look around. That Brother Juan, where is he at? There, he's on the camera back there. He's from Columbia. Sister Tomoko, where are you from, Tomoko? Japan. He took away from the heathen. Took away from all that idolatry over there. You ever seen them big old fat Buddhas with the bald head? Huh? They, the Chinese and Japanese, they do that stuff. Yeah, you follow me? So, you know, you're, are you familiar with that restaurant down there in Gallatin? That Chinese restaurant next, next to GNC down there? I went in there one day, right? And I got finished eating, all right? And so they got this little fat, bald-headed Buddha up there. And they got a little money tray out in front of them. All right? So I said, what's that? Knowing full well, I knew who it was. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Buddha. That, I mean, he's a god. I said, he is, huh? Smack, 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 smack. I said, he ain't doing nothing. She goes, wait a minute. Hold on. That woman about love. You could see evil coming out of her. That thing ain't no God. It can't speak. It can't see. It can't hear. It can't talk. I said, ain't nothing but a piece of ceramic. Pop, pop, pop. Boy, I mean fire. was coming out of her eyes. And Carol was over there. He said, this man going to get us killed. <laughs> going in this Chinese place and smacking up on a God. I just want to see if he's God. Come on, you God, Buddha, strike me down. You lying pig. Look like a pig, too. <laughs> see, people ain't used to preachers like this, brother. No, they ain't. They used to them, them polished preachers. Preachers, they used to them kinds that like to do them statues. They brasso them up. I'm just straightforward. Mother Stone, if looks, if looks could kill, tell them, Carol, am I kidding? Am I exaggerating? Am I mixing stories? Am I mixing the word? No, sir, that's the truth. That woman, she was like she's about to come away from mine at cash register <laughs> for slapping on her God, boy. Anyway, but God took you away from the heathen. He took me away from the heathen. You look around, we got all different nationalities in this place. And, and the Most High has taken us from the heathen. And he, read on. And will bring you into your own land. Brought us in our own land. We own this land. Yeah, we do. It hills and valleys, but we own it. Read on. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. That's what clean water, mm -hmm. clean water. Mm -hmm. That's what this baptism is. See, it's water. 
baptism. <laughs> I'll sprinkle clean water up on you. Hmm? And most all, she getting ready. She said, Pastor, I just want to get baptized again. Man, most all, you don't need to do that. Go to get, yeah. And we ain't going to sprinkle water like the Methodist. That's you. Uh-huh. That, that, that the Methodists do, huh? I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy. You ain't been, there ain't no baptism, brother. I hear you. <laughs> ain't what the Bible says. I'm just sticking with the book. I, I don't care about you folk getting mad at me. Just turn the page. Amen. So you're going to sprinkle clean water. Read on. And ye shall be clean. And you're going to be clean. From all your filthiness. You're going to be clean from all your filth. And so all this sin and all this garbage and mess you used to partake in, you're going to stop that mess. Read on. And from all your idols will I cleanse you. See, that's the reason why we take them crosses off your neck. Yeah. Yep, get the crosses off your neck. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. There's nothing holy about the cross. Mm-mm. Nothing holy about the cross. Matter of fact, the Bible tells you you hung on a tree. You just have to understand the etymology of words, how they use the cross. See, what they've done. How many times have you ever seen them crosses? All right, come here, Brother Shane. I'm sorry, but I got to go this route. I got, y'all know I'm preaching more to us, right? I'm preaching to more people than just us here. Y'all understand that, right? All right, come on, Brother Shane. Come on, Brother Ed. I'm going to show y'all something. Here, Brother Shane, you hold this like this, like that. Brother Ed, here, you take this staff. Old sister Margaret gave me, you put it right here like that. And don't the Bible say, Elder Doug find that scripture about you should not make any of gods of wood and god of stone. All right? And then when you people come to the, all you people out there that have been in your churches, when you come to your altar, this is what you do. When you repent of your sins, this is what you do. And you get to repenting and crying and snotting and bawling and snarling and you're up here bowing down, which the religion ain't telling you that. But the Bible tells you, thou shalt not make any, any graven images or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or there's an earth beneath or there's a water under the earth. And the Bible teaches us that Jesus became a curse for us. Curses is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Galatians 3.13. That's what it says. Galatians 3, turn to Galatians 3.13. So, this is what happens. Is these people dupe and deceive you, got you bowing down the wooden crosses and calling it Christianity and calling it Christ when God didn't have nothing to do with it at all. They put God in it, but God ain't with it. And then the Muslims got this thing called a cobbler stone, the black stone. That every year they go to Mecca. You ever heard of them going to Mecca? Every year they go to Mecca. And every five times a day they turn praying towards Mecca to a black stone. That's what they're worshiping. You see, it's going to be preachers like me that's going to show these people a real example of what it means to be a man of God like what you read about in that Bible. Because I'm not going to keep my mouth shut, when, it, especially when the time comes. I'm not going to miss out on an opportunity to be able to offer up my life for Christ. No, I ain't either. It's easy to talk about it while I'm in the corridors of this wall, but let's see, how, let's see what my life stands for. Yours too. But that's what happens. And so people have made a religious relic out of this thing. Called a cross. He got Galatians 3.13? Let's read here. 
Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Oh, so now they're saying the law is a curse. It's not talking about that. Paul was speaking in the book of Romans about the curse of law being a law of sin and death. Read on. Being made a curse for us. Christ was made a curse for us. Did not the Bible say he took upon himself the sins of the world? Yes or no? If it wasn't for him overcoming every temptation in the wilderness that, the, that Satan was tempting him by. If he didn't overcome every temptation, we would not have access to the Father. It's only because of what Christ did and him dying. Amen. And overcoming sin that we all have access to the Father. That we could be clean. If there was one sin that he didn't overcome, we all we would all have been doomed. Read on. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Did not Christ hang on a tree? Why come it didn't say a cross? Now I know it says cross many places in the Bible. But you go back to the scripture. All scripture tells you tree. Are we in the new covenant? Galatians 3.13? Cursed is everyone hanging on a tree. So Christ became a curse for us. Not for you to sit up here and bow down and look to it as salvation. Or some protection or some like relic or some idol or some statue or some protection from demonic spirits. Oh, gotcha. Hope you get it. I mean, really, that's my whole intent is that you understand. Y'all tired of holding it up? We'll stay there for a while. Come on down, brothers. I don't make any sense. Elder Doug, you got it? What, what, is, what is it? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 28. We're going to give him the mic. Let's read. Read, Elder. And there you shall serve God's, the work of men's hands. What? Wood and stone. Wood, God. What did he say? Read that again, brother, again. And there you shall serve God's, the work of men, men's hands. The work of men's hands. Read on. Wood and stone. Wood. What is the cross made out of? Wood. Wood. What is that copper? It's a copper stone, isn't it? Stone. All right, read on. Which neither see nor hear. Can the cross see? No. Can it hear? No. Read on. Nor eat nor smell. It can't eat or smell. Read on. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou, but from thence if you seek the Lord thy God, read on. Thou shalt find him. You gonna find. If thou seek him with all thy heart. When you seek him with all your heart. And with all thy soul. And all your soul. Glory to the King. Ain't God good? Ain't God good? Now make you want to do a Holy Ghost dance here. Yeah. Woo! Amen. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be hated, brother. I'm working on being hated. Y'all hear that? I'm working. I welcome any preacher, anytime, any place, anywhere, any place in the world. Open discussion. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah. We'll go back to Ezekiel. A new heart also will I give you. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. Read on. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. You hear that? Anybody here ever had a stony heart before? Oh, yes, I have. Amen. Read on. And I will give you a heart of flesh. He's going to give you a heart of flesh because a heart of flesh is pliable. Where you can actually feel after him. Where you can actually be convicted. 
You understand what I mean? Read on. And I will put my spirit within you. He's going to put his spirit where? Within you. Within you. Read on. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And cause you to walk in his statutes. And you shall keep my judgments. And you shall keep his judgments. And do them. And do them. Isn't God good? Hebrews. Book of Hebrews. Chapter 8. Come on now. Are y'all there? Are y'all there? Amen. Hebrews chapter 8. Verse 7. Tyler, you ain't got there yet, brother. For if that Hebrews first, chapter 8, verse 7. For if that first covenant had been faultless. Now wait a minute. If that first covenant had been faultless. Y'all hearing this? People usually stop right there and say there was something wrong with the old covenant, so therefore God had to do away with it. That ain't what it's saying. Let's read it. Let's read the rest of it. For if that first covenant had been faultless, read on. Then should no place have been sought for the second. Then should no place have been sought for the second. So if the first covenant was faultless, I mean, since we found fault with it, then we, there's no need for us to have a second. But now we got a second. Is that right? Is that right? If we use that understanding. But let's read the rest of it. Read on. For finding fault with them. Finding fault with who? Them. Not the covenant maker, but with the people. Yeah. Not with the covenant maker, but with the people. Mm-hmm. He found fault with the people who were supposed to be keeping the covenant. Right. How are you doing today? Are you keeping the covenant? He wrote his laws on your inward parts. He's put them in your mind. Are you keeping this covenant? Are you obeying him? It's no longer on the stone. You say you're filled with the Holy Spirit. It's supposed to be in your heart now. How are you doing? Are you keeping the covenant? There was nothing wrong with the covenant. There was something wrong with the people who agreed to keep the covenant. Amen. See, when we look at this thing the way God sees it, a lot of people are in trouble. Amen. They're in some serious trouble. Read on. He saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. Have we not read this before? This looked like that the writer of Hebrews is repeating the same thing that the prophet says. Read on. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. He's going to make a new covenant with, the with who? Judah. The house of Israel and with the house of? Judah. With the house of, of white folk and black folk. No. Red folk and yellow folk. Nope. Africans and Europeans. Nope. Are you sure? I'm positive. Read that part again. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I keep trying to tell y'all he hadn't changed his covenant for nobody. It's the same old covenant, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Amen. Y'all, do you see the reason why I call you Israelites? Remember when we read over in the book of Acts and the disciples were first called Christians. Y'all hear that? The disciples were first called Christians. There was something, that was a name they put up on you. Uh-oh. Y'all hearing that? Jesus said, if you continue in my word, so shall you be my disciples indeed, my students, my pupils, somebody I can teach. How make any sense? All throughout the book, his covenant, old and new, is with Israel. And all Israel shall be saved. Is that what the book says? That's what it says. Oh, we'll get there. All right. Read on, brother. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant. Uh huh. And I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind, and I will write them in their hearts, and I will be a, to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Y'all hear that? Is that not the same thing the prophet said? Mm-hmm. Don't y'all thank God that y'all God's covenant people? Yeah. 
Don't y'all come on, brother and sister. I'm telling you, the reason why Christ came the most high, he was so good to give Christ to us. Amen. He was so that we could become obedient people to him. Do y'all understand? I'm telling you right now, it is a privilege and an honor to be called a child of the king. I'm serious. It's a serious privilege and honor. Now, y'all remember Joshua at the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Hey, Joshua at the battle of Jericho, and the walls come tumbling down. You ever heard that before? You never heard that before? Eli's, I ain't never heard that tune before. There was a battle at Jericho. Hmm? All right, come on, men. Stand up, men. Y'all get these trumpets hopping. You know, what in the world passed out doing? See, y'all get to come on a good Sabbath. Y'all get to come when we were just showing out. Hmm? All right. Now, God had promised Israel that he was going to give them Jericho. Did y'all hear what it said? Jerubbabel, which is Gideon. All right? We're going to, let me stick with one story at a time. Jericho had big old gigantic walls. It was a big city. And God told what you would have first, and this is what we'll do. All right, here. Come on, brother Ed. Let's just say Ed got the Ark of the Covenant with him, okay? Here, you bear the Ark. Trumpet players, get up here in front of Ed. In front of Ed. This way. Y'all point this way. Okay. Ed, you get behind him. All right, men, y'all get behind him. Get behind them, men. Trumpet players, get on up here. Now, the rest of y'all got trumpets. Y'all just blow them when they start blowing them, all right? So what they had to do, let's say this was the city. So all the men on each day, on the first day, they will walk around the city one time blowing the trumpets. Are you following me? And the wall still didn't come down. But God had a prescribed way he wanted them to do it, to get them deliverance. So blow the trumpets, walk around. That's what Israel would do. Yeah, when God gave them Jericho. <laughs> All right, stop. So they went around the city one time in that day. All right? Now, mind you, the wall still hadn't failed, but God told them, I want you to do this for six days. Six days. All right? So they went around one time each day. Let's say they've already been around six times. All right? So we're on the sixth day, okay? Are y'all fine? This is what Israel would do. All right? Because God was going to, he told them, I'm going to give you that city. Hmm? And the only way that they could get that city is them walls had to come down because that, that city had a stronghold and a fortress. That wall was their protection. Are you following me? It was literally protection. But on the seventh day, they had to walk around the city seven times and blow the trumpet. Let's go around the city. We're on a... <laughs> Here, brother Jerry. Watch out for the chandeliers. Just hold the sword in your hand. All right. Stop. 
See, now the Israelites had already been around the whole entire people going high in the world. Believe it or not, the people had already feared that Israel was coming to take its place anyway because God had already again dried up the rivers, but then to cross over and them people's heart was fainting within them. Maybe I ought to just walk around the fed seven times. Take his whole pagan city, huh? Hmm? Blowing some trumpets. But we got to do it if God says it. Amen. We can't do it because it's in our mind. Brother. <laughs> It'll be crackpots and kooks then. <laughs> but they'd have swords and they're ready to go and take the city. So on the seventh day, wham, the walls come tumbling down. And God gave him his, gave him the city. Is that right? All right. All the men back to the seats. Get my sword back, brother Jerry. You look too happy with that, brother. Get my, get my sword back, brother. Brother Jerry, boy, son of thunder. Hmm? Sons of thunder. Are y'all hearing this? All right. Now, we're going to show you the significance of the reason here in the New Testament. Is it all right? I'm going to give you the reason for the significance in the New Testament of blowing the trumpets. Now, we told you, see, the, the, the Feast of Trumpets is actually, you remember the scripture tells us, no man can know the day nor the hour that the Son of Man is coming. Now, I'm going to tell you the reason why that that scripture is written like that. It's a Hebrew idiom, okay? The reason why no man can know the day or the hour is because now all the feast, every single one of them with the exception of this one, is done on the new moons. Am I making any sense? Hmm? But this one is done on what moon? Everybody agreeing, so I thought y'all knew. Everybody agreeing? I thought you do. I tell you what, we'll read some scripture here first. Hmm? All right. Let's go over here to do, 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 do. Isaiah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to tell you all a little bit about history. We're going to get that too. Leviticus 25, verse 10. Leviticus 25, verse 10. And ye shall hallow the 15th, 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. Y'all hearing this? Read on. It shall be a jubilee unto you. Mm-hmm. And ye shall return every man unto his possession. And you shall return every man unto his family. I want y'all to know something. Y'all see this scripture right here? Leviticus 25 verse 10. This scripture is written on the liberty bell. Y'all know that bell? Except it's written L-E-V-X, whatever the Roman numerals is. Go check it out. The reason why I'm reading that because ever since we've been here in this land, we ain't got a year of jubilee yet. And yet they presented themselves as being somebody religious. We haven't even got a year of jubilee yet. I'm waiting for my jubilee. Hmm? My jubilee is going to come by the most high. Is that right? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, uh, on the new moon, okay, all other feasts was on the new moon, but this particular feast right here, because you have to remember, when this, y'all know when the new moon is, right? The new moon is when you can't see it. That's the beginning, are you following me? But this one was a little bit different. When I tell my new moon, it was a new moon and stuff that they could, um, that, for this particular feast right here, when you go out, y'all ever seen when it's really, 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 really dark outside? It's at the first of the month. It's really, really dark. There's no moon outside. You can't see it. What they would do is they would take two witnesses. 
and they would actually look for the sighting of the moon. And if they seen a slight of the moon, just a little bitty sliver and stuff, that would let them know the day and the hour. But they were set out for two days to observe this new moon because they had to have actual eyes on. They're not like us today. It's got NASA, spaceships. You do know that we ain't never been to the moon, don't you? You know that? How you know all this stuff, man? Huh? Oh, Cindy telling you. Man. <laughs> Lord, I mercy. Cindy telling everything. You know, if they've been in the moon, why come we don't ever go back there? They claim we have. We, we just go on space missions. Oh, never mind. Anyway. But anyway, so what they would do is they would send a witness out for two days. Two witnesses. And they would actually see the sighting of the moon. That way they would know, know what time that the feast was in. And that's when they would start blowing the trumpets. Are y'all listening to me? All right. Now, the significance of the Feast of Trumpets is for us to realize that this is the time frame when Jesus is coming back. Are you following me? This is the time frame, this fall feast when Jesus is coming back. Y'all do know that he promised to come back again. Y'all understand that, right? Y'all understand that? Do y'all know that? And this is why the Bible tells us to comfort each other with these words. See, this earth has been in existence. Remember, a day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. And this earth has been in existence just about 6,000 years. And when the kingdom come, we got one more thousand years to go. Because he promised to set up his kingdom on his earth for 1,000 years. That's where he's going to be ruling. That means righteous is going to be ruling. And we're going to be the enforcers to make sure that all this rape, robbing, murder, killing, racism, uh, lying, cheating, and stealing, it's not going to happen. That's where Satan is going to be abound for a thousand years. And, and there's a lot of other things going to take place at the blowing of these trumpets. Because now we're not going to go into great, great detail. It'll take entirely too long, but we're going to get right to the scriptures, okay? 1 Corinthians uh, 15, verse 51. Are y'all ready? We're going to show you something that the Bible calls a mystery. We're going to show you something that the Bible calls a mystery, all right? Now, y'all understand, I'm, I'm expediting this, okay? I'm expediting this real quick. Ah, I lost my train of thought on my moons there for a second, but I'll get it back. <clears throat> all right, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting at verse 51, read, Brother Ed. Behold, I show you a mystery. A mystery is something that's kind of like a secret. Only a uh, few people know it. It's a mystery. Something's got to be solved, too. Am I doing pretty good? Are you sure? All right. Read on. We shall not all sleep. Y'all hear that? All the believers on the earth is not all going to sleep, meaning that they're all not going to die. Read on. But we shall all be changed. But we're all going to be changed. Y'all hear this? Read on. In a moment. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. In a twinkling of an eye. At the last trump. Blow trumpets. <laughs> All right. Now, mind you, listen very close. In the book of Revelations, there are seven trumpets depicted. And in those seven trumpets are seven great judgments that's going to be poured out upon this earth. But notice that the scripture says we're not going to be changed until when? At the last, the last trump. trump. So we're not, there ain't going to be no escaping the great tribulation. There's no, there's no such thing as a secret rapture. 
All right? And we can prove that just by the words of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Matthew 24. Start at verse 29. Get your, open up your Bible, brother Ed. Matthew 24, verse 29. I'm getting hungry. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Immediately before the tribulation of those days. Now, after. Now, the Bible just told us over in 1 Corinthians 15, 51, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall mm -hmm. not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last, last trump. trump. Is that what it says? That's right. Is that what it says? But over here in Matthew 24, verse 29, it says... Immediately after the tribulation. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. days, what's going to take place? Shall the sun be darkened? The sun is going to be darkened after the tribulation of those days. Mm -hmm. And 1 Corinthians 15, 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. mystery. We shall not all sleep, sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. At the what trump? Last trump. The book of Revelation is like Brother Shane taught us this past uh, Bible study. There are seven trumpets in the book of Revelation. There's got to be blowed. And then Jesus himself says in Matthew 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Read on. Shall the sun be darkened. Shall the sun be darkened. And the moon shall not give her light. The moon. Notice it's talking about the moon again. Remember the moons are there for to show us the times of months. The moon shall not give her light, and it's also there to show us the seasons. Is that right? Moon, come on. Shall not give her light. Read on. And the stars shall fall from heaven. Hey, but this is immediately after the tribulation of the days. And the stars are going to fall from heaven. Read on. And the powers of the heavens shall and be shaken. And the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Read on. And then shall appear the sun. Then the shall the appear the sign of Jesus the Christ. Read on. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. Oh, they're all going to be happy. No. Isn't that something? Now, wait a minute. Y'all see the perspective I've been trying to tell y'all about what we've been taught. That's supposed to what this Bible says. The Bible said all the tribes of the earth, those that are contrary to the teaching of Christ, they're going to be mourning when he comes. Amen. Oh, it ain't going to be no joy for them. They're going to be mourning when he comes. Read on. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. Who is the Son of Man? Great glory. Who is the Son of Man? Jesus. And they shall see the Son of Man coming how? In the clouds of heaven with in power clouds, and great glory. With power and great glory. Did this not tell us that over in the book of Acts? This same Jesus, whom you have seen go up into these clouds, he's going to come again in like manner as you have seen him go. Is that what it says over in Acts first chapter? Ah, over there, back to 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Mm -hmm. No, verse 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. At the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound. Uh-huh. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. The dead shall be raised incorruptible. Read on. And we shall be changed. Now, you know who that trumpet is? Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. Revelation, see, that's why you got to have line upon line and precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. That's the reason why, brothers and sisters, you need to become students of this word. Remember, even though we're reading these scriptures, go back, read before and after. Read on. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. A door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet Woo! talking with me. The first voice I heard was, as it was, a what? A trumpet. Read on. 
which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Now, like the rest of these people that misconcocted and screwed this and said, This is the church coming up here, it ain't talking to him, it's talking to the revelator. Yeah, right. It's talking to John. It's telling John to come up. Yes. It ain't saying nothing about no church going up. It said, John, come up. That's right. All praise the Lord. Amen. Am I all right, brother? Yes, sir. No, I just want to make sure, brother, because you're supposed to be here to check me out, yes, brother. Yes, sir. If I'm checking you out, you need to be checking me out. Oh, you're checking this. Okay. All right, brother. All right. Now, I'm going to show you something. Um, did you finish? Yes, sir. All right. Romans 11, verse 26. We're going to give you all a little bit of, we're going to read about three more, four more scriptures and we'll be finished. All right. But I'm going to show you something. Romans 11, 26. All right. Romans 11, verse 26. Y'all may want to highlight this, underline it, do all that good stuff so it pops out on you, so you'll be encouraged when you read it. Read, Brother Ed. And so all Israel shall be saved. So all Christians shall be saved. No. So all Baptists shall be saved. Nope. So all Methodists shall be saved. Nope. Apostolics, Pentecostals, nope. Mormons, no. UPC. No. That's a lot of division, isn't it? Yes, it is. You mean yes. tell me Jesus died to give us all this mess? All Israel shall okay, be saved. Okay, all Israel. Seventh-day Adventists, so all Seventh-day Adventists are going to be saved. You're going to be an Israelite. See, a lot of people don't know that they're Israelites, so they have to be told that they're Israelites. They're thinking that they're all this other stuff. I mean, come on, Eli, am I black? Yes, sir. You colorblind. Come here, Carol. <laughs> I think you're doing pretty good. I'm going to leave you alone now, man. <laughs> what color is this shirt? Black. What color is this Black. What color am I? I'm black. Lord, I've got... Brother Eli, oh, let me, hold on, hold on. I'm to oil up, brother. I to get the anointing oil. I'm going to anoint him down, brother. In the name of Jesus, common sense come in. All right. We're going to try this again. Brother Eli, what color is that shirt? What color is my skin? Brown. Oh, God. Oh, Glory to the king. <laughs> Are we there? Woo, Lord. You did pretty good, bro. <laughs> Eli said, man, I won't come back here no more. Lord, I'm mercy, man. Preach all over me, man. <laughs> Gee, I ain't never got this much attention in 20 years. <laughs> but y'all see what I'm making? Y'all see what I'm getting to, right? Mm -hmm. And so all what? Israel shall be what? Saved. Remember God promised that he was going to scatter the children of Israel as the sands of the sea. So when you're looking at all this melting pot of people in here with all these different nationalities and colors, the only way you're going to know that they're Israelites is they're filled with his Holy Spirit and they keep his commandments. Because he put a spirit in them to obey him. That's why I can say you're all Israelites. That's why Paul said in all Israel shall be saved. Is that simple enough? Is it? Don't worry about it, brother. I get stage fright too sometimes, man. Even though I know you ain't scared, though, brother. You know, I, you know, hey, I can't tell my color sometimes either, brother. Yeah. See, like Ed, I can't tell you what color he is right now. He, he, he a chameleon, man. One minute he'd be like ghost white. Next minute he's red because he's blushing. See? <laughs> that brother can do it to it, brother. Hallelujah. Bless you, brother. You know I love you, brother. I know. Amen.
So all Israel shall be saved, and is written, read on. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer. Deliverer, that his name is Jesus. A deliverer, read on. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Ain't y'all glad? I'm, I, I'm sorry, folks, but I'm glad I, don't, I live a life where I don't practice sin. I don't justify sin. Praise God for that. Amen. Ain't you glad? He's turning away. All his sin and iniquity from Jacob. Is that right? That's right. Good. I'm going to show y'all something. Y'all definitely need this one. Isaiah 26, verse 19. All right? Isaiah 26. I told you, when, when the king come back, he's coming back taking vengeance for all the people who have done his Israelites wrong. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? So all these people think they're getting by when they're doing you wrong. Hey, Sister Cindy, do people speak well of you? Yes or no? Some do, but some don't. Oh, does she got a good name up here? To me, she does. To you, she does. Okay, but with everybody else, uh-uh. No. See, but you know what Jesus says? Jesus says, woe unto you when men speak well of you. So did they of the false prophets. So you should be glad that men are not speaking well of you. Why? Because you don't have a woe on you. Oh, isn't that something? Isn't that something? Ain't you glad that people are not speaking well of you? Ain't you glad that people are not speaking well of you? I can testify that she's not sinning. I don't see her practicing any sin. Because anybody around here do any kind of sin, you know what we do, don't you? We get you. We'll get on you. Come on, we let sin in this camp, boy, Satan will tear us up. We got to watch out for each other. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. So it's good that men don't speak well of you. Because they're going to do it for evil, not for good. They're going to make up stuff, ain't they? Good thing you ain't got no woe. Y'all ready for this? Isaiah 26, verse 19, read. Thy dead men shall live. Together with my dead body shall they rise. Prophecy. Bro, saying you're going to want this one, brother. You're going to want to dissect this one and look at it. I know it, bro. You're going to want to chew on this just like Sky eat that candy. <laughs> Isn't that right, Sky? Mm -hmm. Read on. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust. Woo! Hallelujah. Dead men going to be singing. Hallelujah. Read on. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs, uh -huh. and the earth shall cast out the dead. What? Come on. Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers. What, what does people do when they get married? They go into the what? Chambers. Mm -hmm. Read on. And shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. That's the day of atonement. See, God is going to hide us from his atonement that he's going to put up on all this world in the seeker. You got it, brother. See, that's why it's good to have that understanding of atonement. Read on. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place. He coming out of what? His place. His place. Read on. To punish the inhabitants of the earth. People think I ain't going to be happy. I'm going to be happy because the Bible says we're going to be up in the clouds with him when he comes. Amen. I'm going to be happy because he's going to be raining down fire, killing all these wicked devils and unjust people who hate him. And he's going to preserve all of us that love him. Is that not beautiful? 
Well, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're thinking about mom and dad and grandpappy and all them other wicked folks did, I tell you what, suppose God saved them and damn you did. Did that be all right? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Save me. Amen. From the wrath to come. Amen. Read on. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. Y'all hearing that? With blood, brothers and sisters. With blood. With blood. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. Where, where's the trumpet at? Y'all know it. I ain't heard nothing. Man, Lord. Man, I'm glad y'all ain't the Lord. <laughs> Let's try this again, bro. We bombed that one, brother. We just bombed it, brother. If we was auditioning, brother, we, man, Lord, I, they, they'd kick us out and see us come and kick us out. All right. Again, brother. Take two. Yeah, okay. take two. <laughs> Read on. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With a what? A shout. Read on. With the voice of the archangel. With the voice of the what? Archangel. Uh-huh. And with the trump of God. Praise the Lord. Let's see what we'll do, hey, Brother Juan. We'll get you to edit out that first part so we don't look so bad. <laughs> I want the people to appear intelligent. <laughs> so just do one of them flick things in there. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So the Lord is going to send for heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel with the trump of God. Y'all don't see the Feast of Trumpets in all this. Oh, yeah. Huh? Amen. Read on. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. They're going first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. In the what? In the clouds. In the clouds. Read on. To meet the Lord in the air. To meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And so shall we ever be with Jesus forever and ever 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 and ever. Glory. But when is all that taking place? Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Amen. Shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give a light. And the stars from heaven shall fall. And all of the earth, tribes of earth shall mourn. And then shall appear the sign of the coming of the Son of Man in the clouds with great power and great glory. Y'all hear this? That was Matthew 24 verse 29. Yes, yes sir. Y'all hearing this? Amen. Read on, brother Ed. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The king is coming. That's right. Amen. How many times y'all hear us say that? Amen. It's all over the website. We say it all the time. King coming. Amen. Why? That's the only thing that should be bringing us comfort nowadays. Look at his present misery. All these faggots out here. Jesus told us it was going to be like this. Before it it'll be something if it was just popping up out of nowhere. But the Bible already called it before it happened. This perverse spirit. What was Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, and they also had another problem. Idleness of time. This, wasn't Sodom destroyed because of also idleness of time? Yes, sir. What have we got too much in this country? Too much leisure. Too much leisure. Amen. And all that, the perversion of homosexuality. Brother Ed, I love you as a brother, but there ain't nothing about you, brother, that turns me on. 
Thank God. Thank God. Amen. <laughs> I mean, Tyler's a good friend, right? But that's, that's about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. We ain't going there. Uh -uh. No, no, no. Come here, honey. God made, God made Pastor Dow and Sister Carol. This is mine. This is order. Man, woman. You can see she's a woman. See? Woman. Ain't tell you nobody no man with no man. Perverse wicked spirits. Woman. Man. That's what God meant to twain become one flesh. Children. Not two women and two men. Are you sick? You know, that's got to be the nastiest thing on the face of earth. When you think about that thing, it is so nasty. You got to back up real quick because it's so nasty. <laughs> well, Pastor, you're supposed to hate the sin and love the sin. Where does it say that in the Bible? It doesn't. I can read about what God hates. For Jacob had I love, Esau have I hated. Before they were yet even born. I'll tell you what, you come out of that sin and repent, I can love you. Oh, yeah. You stay in that sin, I hate you. Yeah. With a perfect hatred. Sure. I'm not going to kill you now. You know, bless you, honey. That's a woman. If you ain't figured out I'm a man by now, I'm a man. You know, right, Brother Eli? You see a man, right? You <laughs> know, right, Tyler? Tyler said, I ain't got none yet. You, you, you'll get some one day, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are y'all seeing this thing, though, for what it really is? Are y'all really seeing this? You know, I got all these scriptures and stuff. We can go through stuff. But I'll I tell you what. I'm sure we get the picture by now. I, I really am. I'm sure that we get the picture. We're going to be changed in a moment of a twinkling eye at the last trump. And I read that Isaiah 26 and verse 20. Remember, shut thy doors about thee, all right? Um, Matthew uh, 24, 31. Finish that from yeah, read Matthew 24, verse 31. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. Ah. <laughs> and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. That time they was on time, boy. They was like, boy, we're going to miss it this time. <laughs> Are y'all hearing this? So these trumpets have significance. That's the reason why it's important, Brother Jerry, for you to understand God's calendar. Amen. You understand that, brother? You understand God's calendar. Put the sword down, brother. <laughs> By loving kindness have I drawn you. Hallelujah. Y'all hear that? So these trumpets, see, and that's the reason why it's important for us to know the time frame that we're in so we don't miss. Wouldn't y'all like to be on time when the king comes? Amen. Did he not give us the parable of the five wise and the five foolish? Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people out here that claim to be, now they're all virgins. I agree with them, but they're not wise. And what's going to happen, they're going to come to us, the wise people who are obeying the most high, and all the other few Israelites that are obeying them, they're going to say, hey, won't you give us some of your oil? We're going to say, oh, I can't give you no more oil. You know where to go. Go and buy some. You need to go buy your righteousness. You know where to go buy that. And the Bible said, and as they went to buy, somebody came. The bridegroom came, so he wasn't prepared. We are here 
to prepare you, brothers and sisters, for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm sorry if I don't jack leg around, tore around, and play games with your soul. I'm not going to do it. The scriptures teach me and it tells me that I have a greater condemnation. I mean, I have a greater judgment because I'm a teacher of this book. And I have to stand up before you people to tell you the truth. And I value my soul. So I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to mix words. But you know what? I'm going to throw you something else about with the rest of these religions out there. Hmm? Now, don't think I'm totally against Christianity. I'm not totally against the teachings of Christianity. That's what I'm against. I'm against the teachings of Christianity and Islam and any other religion. Because that Bible don't teach me nothing but one way. The way of God. And as a highway, there's a highway of holiness. Is that right? That's it. Only one way. Does that make any sense? Now, what was I saying before that? He's going to tell them something. I know I'm going to tell them something, but tell me what I was going to tell them. I don't know. But that's the reason why we don't play with your souls. Because your soul, the people out here are putting a, a cheap value on their soul. They're selling it for the pleasures of this world. And they don't even, they're not even thinking about the coming of the Lord, even getting themselves ready. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. You need to have your minds ready, always ready, and be prepared for when the coming of the Lord takes place. Don't do like a lot of people do foolishly, think that they're going to, okay, go ahead and live in sin and, and live it on up. I tell you what, we'll deal with that sin thing real quick one time. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. We'll deal with that sin thing one time real quick to let you know, don't be a fool, brothers and sisters. Do not be a fool. Read. You there? I'm waiting on Brother Ed, brother. Chapter 6, 19. Mm -hmm. All right. What, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Now, who, where the Holy Ghost is at? Where's the temple of the Holy Ghost at, Tyler? He's where? In, in you. you. And what did God say he was going to put in you? His laws. His laws. His, let me show you something. You remember when God came down upon Mount Sinai? And he gave the children of Israel the Ten Commandments. Y'all remember that, right? That Ten Commandments, when that took place, that took place during the Feast of Pentecost. And when you read Acts chapter 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one court in one place, and there suddenly came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where it was setting. When it's telling you that they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they were filled with the Holy Ghost the same time that when God gave the law, gave the commandments to the people on Mount Sinai. Y'all hearing that? And what did he do in the Pentecost? He filled us with his Holy Spirit. He filled the people then. And then what, now he's been made available ever since. See, the one thing the church world is not telling people out there that they need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you speak in tongues. And that's how you know you're filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus said over at Mark 16. Are you following me? So you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you speak in tongues, and, and now you know that you're covenant people of God. Is that right? Read on. Which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So you're not your own. So the Holy Ghost is inside of you. Sky, honey, you got the Holy Ghost? You may feel the Holy Ghost. Isn't that something? So you don't belong to yourself no more. So now you, you've got to be holy. I'm sorry that you haven't had a lifetime of misery like a lot of us adults have. I'm sorry that you didn't have to experience a bunch of sin, a bunch of oppression and depression. A bunch of sadness and sorrow. Am I talking right, adults? Yes, 
Close, call you dumb. I'll stop and act like you innocent. I'm sorry, honey. But I'm not sorry for it, but you get to be holy. She says, thank you. Isn't that something? She says, thank you. Come here, Sky. She says, thank you. So that's what we're doing. We raise our little daughters of Zion to be holy. Nice, holy, chaste virgins. To be ready for the coming of the Lord. I think it's a wonderful thing that she gets to live in an environment to where she don't have to watch people her age using drugs, smoking, kissing, having sex, and doing every other thing they think they're big enough to do. She's not exposed to that stuff. And she can see the stuff on movies and go, ugh, what's wrong with them people? You know why? Because the Bible says you train up a child in the way that they should go. When they get old, they won't depart from the faith. So we embed the law of God in her mind from the time she's knee high to a snake shadow. All the way up till right now. And she says, thank you. And I say, you're welcome that you don't have to experience all that mess. Ain't that right, Elias? Yes, Elias said, yes, sir. So yeah, we preserve our children because our children are our heritage. Yes, sir. They're going to have children. We want them to bring up their children the right way. I don't want their children growing up to, to learn how to be a drunk and a fighter and, and, and a reveling and raising hell like I did. Oh, praise the Lord. No, I want them to be holy and pure. I want them to know Jesus in the beauty of holiness at a young age. So I quote David again. He said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous forsaken. She'll never be forsaken because she's starting off right. She'll never be forsaken because she's starting off right. Being raised right. Now, we can't cry over spilt milk. We wasn't raised right, but now guess what? We have a time now to be right and to get it right. Amen. Praise God, at least we're in the covenant now. Ain't that right? So I don't think there's nothing wrong with raising people to be pure. We ain't going to have no pedophiles around here. Because we got something for a pedophile, don't we, brother? Don't we, Elder Doug? We got something for you. We sure do. We ain't got to worry about that mess around here. No, sir, no, ma'am. And the world's trying to tell us, well, you know, when they get out, you, you're, you're shielding them and shepherding them and they won't be able to function. My little girl is in her senior year at Western. Both my boy and girl, they're taking care of themselves. And she's been raised in this way. And she's out there and she goes, man, those people are full of hell. They don't go to sleep or nothing at night. I'm trying to go to sleep because, man, I got to get class again in the morning. They ain't too busy. I got to move out of here. Couldn't stay in them dorm rooms because they were raising too much sand, so she had to turn around and move in her own apartment. Oh, look at them. Why? Because they're raising sand out there. What's wrong with being holy? Wouldn't you, if you, I tell you what, we're going to give you an example, Eli. Is all right, man? You've been a celebrity here today. It's good, man. So we're going to go ahead and keep making this thing. We're going to show you something, all right? All right. Now, what we're going to do is we've got to get a good example here. Hmm? Good example. We've got to get somebody to do it. I would get somebody. Come here, Sister Carol. You don't, you don't wear uh, feelings on your skin. You're going to be a whore. <laughs> All right. Stand right there. You're going to be a whore. All right? Now, here's Sky, beautiful young daughter of Zion, dressing holy and stuff, and there's a whore. All right? Sister Carol going to play a whore. I'm going to show you all something. All right? This one. Has been turned more times than people turn a doorknob. This one has never been touched. Come here, Eli. Stand up here, son. 
We're going to get it right out of men's own mouth. If you were going to pick one to get married to, which one would you want to marry? Scott. Ah, oh, look at that. Tell me. Come on, brother. I mean, that one got experience. That one don't know nothing, man. Come on, man. I mean, well, come on. Why would you want, why would you want a pure one? Holy. You know. Holy, holy, holy. And somebody going to tell us something wrong with us for wanting to raise people like that? Ain't nothing wrong with us, is brother? Thank you, brother. Come here, Tyler. Come on, man. Which, which one? If you was going to get married to one of them, you, you had a chance to pick a whore and a holy woman. Which one are you going to pick? Holy woman. Holy woman. Man. Is that something wrong with me? That's the reason why we teach our, teach our, our young daughters, you stay a virgin. You're supposed to reserve yourself to your husband. Now, all you rest of you old folk, you can't do nothing about you. You'll be a virgin right now. You're married, you can't be no virgin. So don't act like you ain't no virgin. You're married. <laughs> but there ain't nothing wrong with raising people like this. Isn't that right? All right, bless y'all. Thank y'all for being examples. So I ain't got to worry about my, my wife when she leave me and go, you call me a whore. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. But y'all get the picture, right? That's what we're dealing with, brother. So that's what this thing is all about. This thing is about presenting people before Christ. Already, body of Christ. So we see that we're all going to be changed in a moment of tweaking out the last trump. So the trumpet is going to be blowed. That's the significance of this feast day of the trumpet is to let us know God's time frame and calendar. And I'm glad that we know. I am. There's very few people that are interested in God and doing it his way. I'm sorry. I can't teach you religion. I, I got rid of it. I threw it all away for this book. Hallelujah. I can only teach you what that book says. So I hope you're excited about having your names written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. But I will tell you this. When we get finished with this life, you got a guarantee of eternal life. Because around us, you're not going to be practicing no sin. Oh, we're happy people, but you ain't going to be no sinning around this place. Hey, if you slip up and fall, something like we we can understand. You know, we'll, we'll get you. We'll take you out in back forty, and we'll beat it, beat it out of you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to think about calling an altar. We'll make sure you're up there. <laughs> Ain't that right? Hallelujah. We get you right now, but we're serious about serving God. Anyway, we thank everybody for being with us today. We hope you enjoy this message. Hallelujah. Um, it's the Sabbath. Good day for us to rest because we need it around here. Your mama told me to tell you to call, call you and wake you up, come do some work with us. We'll teach you early. So when you gonna come and oblige us? Anytime you need, come on out here. Ah, let me see what day. What day is a good day? Hmm? We got we got to look and see when the weather is really burning up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. But we'll call, won't we? Sure, we like working with brother. Hallelujah. Because the only thing, we, everything we do out here, we do for the people you're seeing right here, all the saints of the Most High. Amen. Every one of them. Everything. We're interested in the body of Christ. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes, Hallelujah. Anyway, y'all excited? Yes, sir. About the Feast of Trumpets coming up? Yes. Hallelujah. So we're going to be blowing trumpets. We're going to blow them over there and over there and over there. I'm going to let all these heathens think we're crazy. That's good. We're crazy anyway. Amen? Y'all be encouraged. Amen. You're welcome to come blow trumpets with us. <clears throat> We're going to blow some trumpets. And then we're going to have a fast day for the Day of Atonement. And then we're all going to be in our booths. 
Everybody, look, I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm going to look at all the children like, yeah, tabernacles. Y'all know the significance of tabernacles is we're in earthly, temporary dwelling places. So we're here to remember we're only here for a short period of time. You don't believe me? How many graveyards you you pass by? Are they still here? I'll let you know this life is very short. We bless y'all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these words of truth. We pray this and sing deep down in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless y'all. The king is coming. Let's hear those trumpets one more time.